This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Hello, my geeselings. If you are one of these geeselings, know that I love you. You're very special and you're very important. And speaking of importance, this is the single most important episode I've put out thus far of the six that are out thus far. That's because in other episodes, we've discussed the United States military, math, collecting, the philosophy of pornography. But in this episode, all we talk about is ice cream and ice cream is the most significant of all these topics. I have my uncle on, his name is Uncle Perry. We each have three pints of ice cream. We eat those pints of ice cream and we talk about them as we eat them. That's all that really needs to be said about this episode. It was, at the time I recorded it, an experiment, but I've since come to realize that this is the future of media. Media will about be about eating food and talking about that food. So I've recorded a number of episodes like this since then. But I would still like to hear from you, my geeselings, how you feel about it, what sorts of foods you'd like me to be eating with my guests and talking about. My friend Phil, with whom I did one last week, I'm doing another one tonight, another one on Thursday. He wants to do salads. I, I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. But the world is quite literally my oyster on this podcast, Robinson's podcast. So anyway, I really hope you enjoy this and let me know how you feel about it. Welcome, my uncle. That's me saying welcome, Uncle Perry. Um, nice to be here. For this episode of Robinson's Podcast. I don't know what order I'm going to publish things in, but clearly this is going to be an important episode, so I'll probably want to get that out first. A seminal, but a seminal this episode. Is, I did a, a sushi episode with one of my friends. We didn't actually eat sushi, but we talked about sushi. But this is... What I hope to be the first of many ice cream-based episodes, because ice cream is very dear to my heart. So, we're each having three pints of ice cream, and I just want to say how pleased I am with your level of dedication and preparation to this <laughs> endeavor. It's a, it's, a daily, it's a daily pleasurable activity for me, so to podcast on eating ice cream, it's just like, you know. So I had you go to the store twice, I think, because the first time I, I didn't like that you had purchased ice creams that you'd already eaten, which sort of d slightly defeated the purpose. It would have been okay. But all right. I, I, I do, now I, go I do get, now. I have virgin ice creams, FYI. Every, everything's okay. okay. Before I go get my three, uh, I'd like you to show the camera. The, the great reveal? Yeah, the great reveal, what you've got. Oh you don't goodness. have, don't reveal the flavors yet. But so he, for those audio only listeners, my uncle has a sort of bowl basket sort of thing with three pints of ice cream, three spoons, all covered in ice. So he's ready. And all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go get mine now. All right. Oh, look, it's the Robinson chair. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's very funny. So in, in Robinson's podcast hosts Absence Robinson, what I'm able to see in front of me is the head of Robin, sidekick to Batman, with a microphone mostly eclipsing or obfuscating his face. But he's now going to yeah. be up. There it is. Robinson John. <laughs> 
And yeah. that, of course, was famously made by Robbins's grandfather, paternal grandfather, my my paternal. Um, All right. Probably when Robin my was first, a girl. My first pint of ice cream is I'm going to preface this actually with a, a preface. So since I got back from New York City, I've been and this is I guess me just talking to you, but also to people who are listening up. Yeah, whoever's listening. How how these things go. I've been um experimenting with the diet ice creams because That's an oxymoron, you know that, right? Yeah. But I like to eat a pint of ice cream every day, but some days I don't eat as many calories. And on those days, I like the idea of having an ice cream that I can eat. So sure. I've been experimenting with them, and I've I've tried a bunch of brands. The best is absolutely Fairlife. Have you seen that anywhere in Detroit? Uh, can I see the label? I, I don't recognize well, the this name. Well, it's not what I have right no. now. Got it. I haven't. I don't recognize the name. Yeah, and I'm they, in, they I'm only in just came to. They only just came to our jewel recently, but they're so good. So, like a pint is like 520 calories or something, and which is half of Ben and Jerry's. But calorie equated, I would rather have the Fair Life. Like if I could have a thousand calories of each, I'd rather have two pints of the Fair Life. Though I mean, pint for pint, I'd rather have. Ben and Jerry's because it's obviously creamier and sweeter, but some of them are also bad. Like some of them taste really artificial, but so today I, for my first pint, I decided to sort of go from least intense to most intense. So at 330 calories per pint, my first pint is going to be Halo Tops chocolate cake batter. Wow. 330. And just a question. Are you going to be eating all three pints of ice cream, or will you be sampling? The I'm going to eat all three pints of ice cream. All three pints. You're quite yeah. the podcaster, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all doing right. this for the people. But what, wait, so what? Do you, what's your first one? What what temperature is it? Did you have to dig a lot? To, I mean, part of this is talking about what's the right consistency to eat the ice cream at. I think. Yeah, no, that's 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 fair because you're yeah. a micro an ice cream an ice cream microwaver, right? Uh, so I do, if if needed, I have that tool in my arsenal. I could put the, mic, the ice cream in the microwave for no more than 15 seconds, depending on the quantity of ice cream, to loosen it up. I, I can't wait. That. I can't wait, in other words. There's, there's one ice cream brand of the diet ice creams, Enlightened. Have you seen that? Not again. I, I try to look away when it says diet ice cream. It just doesn't. Okay. Well, they actually say light ice cream, but yeah, same, that one comes out. It's like a rock. Some of their pints, but no, I, I am a staunch microwave opponent for all things. I hate the because microwave. are you worried it's going to end your life or just cause no, cancer I just, or what? For some reason, I'm just in principle opposed to microwaves. Yeah. If I really fair. had to think about it, I don't like that it's it heats things pretty unevenly sure so that's why sometimes they have the rotary thing yeah yeah the merry-go-round yeah i don't know i just don't like them the only thing i ever really use them for is when i get the frozen white castle cheeseburgers i'll make an exception for that yeah it's important to make it so so what do you think how's that uh cake batter chocolate thing going over there yeah i like there's sprinkles in it uh-huh. I'm about four by three, four bites in. Do you, do you by are, the way, do you, do you always call sprinkles sprinkles or do you sometimes call them jimmies? Some people call them jimmies. I've never called them jimmies. But, you know, I saw my mom bought my sister. Blake likes sprinkles a lot. And my mom bought her some. Jimmies? And they were called jimmies and I didn't know what that was about. But <laughs> I just want to add. I just want to add here. This is additive. Mm-hmm. Please add as much as you want. So. For 330 calories a pint, I mean, I think this is absolutely amazing, but compared to any other ice cream, it's a relative statement. So if we're, if we're just reviewing diet ice creams, that would be one, one thing, but I think yeah, I mean, we're if, going full yeah. blown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I mean, my dad always says, 
I'm sure that he's not the only person to ever say this, but even bad pizza is like really good pizza. That's my housemate, my girlfriend, my tick, my tenant in common also says that too. Even bad pizza is good. It's true. It's like, I can't think of any pizza I've had that I didn't want to be eating, no matter how about it was. You've had La Rosa's in Cincinnati? Yeah. Have we talked about this recently? That's My dad some, said it was the worst pizza he's ever had recently. That's too. the worst pizza. So the question for your father would be, even the worst pizza you've ever had, is that still good? And I, by the way, when I recently had La Rosa's pizza, I ate it. I did not yeah. eat it. I just complained. We should a lot get it next it. time we're all in Cincinnati. But if we have, my, to. I was in Cincinnati with my dad. Well, you were there, but I was there. He, I've never had a skyline chili before because it has tomatoes. But as you know, I'm not allergic to tomatoes anymore. So when we were just there, he got some skyline conies, and I sure. tried it, and it didn't do anything <laughs> yeah. for me. Not at all. Yeah. I was very well, disappointed. Yet he wolfs those things down. He does. He's a big wolfer all the way back. I I like Skyline Chili. I like Cincinnati Chili. It's uh, it's predicated on mostly not being a coney dog, but being served on a bed of spaghetti, which is how I'd recommend eating it. I think I told you. I think I told you about this, but my favorite comedian, his name is Tim Dillon, and he was. I was listening to a podcast episode where he was talking about Cincinnati, and he was saying. You see people around there walking around with their their pajama pants and their vapes, and he he thinks no other city is more deserving of their food than Cincinnati, which is <laughs> which is mounds of spaghetti with chili and fluorescent cheese piled right. on top of it. Pa- right, piled high the Wisconsin shredded cheddar with three inches, and the the Udfa, the United Dairy Farmers. On every corner, serving up malts. You know, they're always. Well, we'll get we'll get to Udfa, but all right. In the interest of not holding things up too much, so this I'm getting no cake batter whatsoever. It just tastes like chocolate ice cream with sprinkles in it, and I don't like chocolate ice cream. But for light ice cream, I'm happy with it. But my scale, as you know, is. 25 bad, 50 saltine, 75 good. And I'm not going to say that this is good, but it's I'd still way rather be eating that than saltines. So I'm going to give chocolate cake batter a 71. You know, it doesn't taste... Halo Top, one thing that I like about it is that it really doesn't taste that artificial. It's just really light and fluffy, which... Uh, so there, I get, there's maybe dare, a, so. There's dairy, there's cow, there's cow milk in there. It's just, it's just not as premium oh, yeah. in terms of, it's not whole, uh, it's not cream, it's milk. Grandma Carrie no, used they to call that ice milk. There's cream in there, just less proportionally. Yeah, yeah. The, the number one ingredient is ultra filtered skim milk, which yeah. I've seen before elsewhere. So Fairlife makes ultra filtered milk and it's just, I don't know what the ultra filtration process consists in, but it ends up with a lot less sugar and fat and a lot more protein. But all right, let's go to your first pint. I want to see what. All right, so I've got three. I'm gonna I'm gonna go from. Wait, the don't most... tell us what they are though. I'm Which gonna one? here's I, I, I'm I'm good I'm good. I'm gonna go from the most well known brand to the least well known brand. Just and I've never had these flavors. I've never had one of these brands. These flavors okay. from these makers. Okay. So okay. the most well-known brand I've got is maybe you've heard of Ben and Jerry's Vermont based. I remember when Ben and Jerry's came out in the late eighties and I was in Vermont and I, and it was, it was brand new and I was driven. I was driving through Vermont driven to find Ben and Jerry's before I got through Vermont and I did find a pint. So I went yesterday and I got this pint and I was looking for something I hadn't had, which was hard. And it's a gimme s'more. Gimme s'more. All right, let's see that. And and um, you could read you could read what it says there. What kind of ice cream is that? Um, I can't. Toast, so read toasted it to me. toasted marshmallow ice cream with chocolate cookie swirls. Already, that's to me a technical foul. If it's going to be s'more ice cream, it shouldn't have cookie swirls. It should have chocolate in it, not chocolate cookies. 
graham cracker swirls. Lots, it's a big swirl ice cream, and fudge flakes. I'd love to have that the job of writing. Like of me. writing, yeah. Okay, this is a very good consistency. I look at it like Ben and Jerry's. You can see that there's some stuff mixed in. I see it. I see it. Yeah. All right, that does look very Ben and Jerry'sy to me. It's 1,240 calories. Again, I don't care about that, but it's something you're talking Good. about. And Good. you mentioned you mentioned the first ingredient, so I think that we should play that game. My first ingredient, no freaking ultra anything. It just says <laughs> cream, okay? Good. It's ice cream. As All it right, should here be. here we go. As it should be. Oh, so you have a very soft consistency already. creamy the the cookies yep. have the cookies are i taste the chocolate cookies i don't really taste the graham cracker cookies that that much it's marshmallow ice cream i don't know what that means i've never had marshmallow toasted marshmallow ice cream i kind of want real marshmallows in s'mores ice cream yeah does it I taste a, marshmallowy hmm I got just got chocolate flake. Gotta like the chocolate flake. Fudge flake. <laughs> I got a pint of Ben and Jerry's I stand, last. I stand corrected. Fudge flake. Yeah, I had a pint of Ben and Jerry's a week ago. It was. Yeah. Have you ever had their topped varieties? Uh huh. Yeah, where they put the ganache on top and some other stuff. I really am a big fan of that ganache. But I got, I got their topped dirt cake which was vanilla pudding ice cream with ganache and then like some Oreo crumbles. But their vanilla pudding ice cream had no, there was no pudding to it. It was just like yeah. bad vanilla. Bad false advertising. So your question, does it taste marshmallowy? I'd say no. I'd say the marshmallowness is obfuscated by the chocolate cookie and the fudge flake stuff. You're a little frozen. I'm not sure if I'm frozen. Fuck. I'm frozen. All right. You were saying that the, yeah. the marshmallow was obfa. That's all Obfus I got. Uh, yeah, obfa. You don't want an obfa marshmallow ever. Obfuscated, <laughs> eclipsed, taken over, overruled by. It was obfuscated by the other flavors, the chocolate. So it's, it's good. It's sweet and creamy like Ben and Jerry's delivers on. There's lots of stuff in there. Pardon me for licking the carton. Um, but I don't taste the marshmallowiness. I think I'd want some, if it's marshmallow ice cream, I'd want some marshmallowiness or just marshmallows for crying out loud. It's What's okay. your general take on Ben and Jerry's? Um, different than you, I believe. Well, there's a place for Ben and Jerry's. I like certain Ben and Jerry's flavors. I like that it, in many ways, um, started all of us down this path you know, 35 years ago of like having ice cream like this. You can't imagine a world without Ben and Jerry's. I lived in that world and it was tragic. Yeah, um, I mean, but it probably would be. All the stuff that they pour in there. I'm more, I'm more like to focus on the ice cream and not all the stuff. I get that you like lots of candy and stuff in there. I love this um, stuff. But I, I love Chubby Hubby, Chunky Monkey, Fish Food, Ben and Jerry's. I love many Ben and Jerry's flavors, um, and I'm glad that it exists um, so, because it kind of revolutionized stuff. One of the few perfect hundreds I've ever given is one of the three ice creams that you tried to smuggle into this ice cream <laughs> fest last night. Can I get, can I guess what it is? Is it the namesake yeah. of what I just ate? Yeah, yeah, Grater's S'mores ice cream. Is yeah. a, you only gave it a hundred? That's disappointing to me. That's that's a hundred and six to me. That's you think a, it's that good? You, I it's so. I'm graders. Graders is amazing. I yeah. I like what they've done. They've integrated its graham cracker ice cream. Yes. When you you taste that, I love the little marshmallows they have in there because they taste marshmallowy or they feel marshmallowy. And then the milk chocolate. Most graders ice creams are bittersweet chocolate chips. Right which are good, but I prefer milk chocolate in this and then their toffee chip ice cream. So, I, yeah, I think it's a hundred plus. That's a good ice cream right there. Yeah. 
Well, I have. <clears throat> I'm conflicted about my hundred because I think that that be. that graham cracker base in that ice cream is absolutely perfect. I love it. And then, like you, I love the milk chocolate chips. But I don't love the marshmallows. I would like more of a, a an Udfa style marshmallows. I'm a swirl guy, big swirl. So, Udfa. like, I do love. People know, do people know what Udfa is? Do we need to define terms here? Yeah, please define Udfa. Uh, Udfa is the name that your mother. 20 something years ago i don't know if you know the story united dairy farmers like i said before is like a united dairy is like a convenience store on every corner in cincinnati um and it's where we grew up you know going to get milk and ice cream and stuff like that and at some point in time i think your mother uh my ex-wife Alyssa and some kids you Blake Charlie Caleb Rebecca who knows were driving around by themselves in Cincinnati which is where me and Ronnie grew up of course they didn't grow up and your mom was desperately looking for an udfa for some reason I'm not and she called it she maybe stopped somebody on the corner and said do you know where the udfa is and the people <laughs> looked at your mother like she's crazy because People don't call it Udfa, it's UDF, but somehow it became nicknamed in our family Udfa, Udfa. because we needed some vowels. And That's they funny. kind of looked at her like she was crazy. Anyway, Udfa ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, my mom's terrible at pronouncing things. She she meant to say the other night she said she was going to have guacaloni for dinner instead of guacamole. <laughs> Maybe she was feeling lonely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She Newt Scamander is the main character in the the Harry Potter series that's going on right now. She called him Newt Scalamander or something. <laughs> She's just not good with Udfa. That's beautiful. Yeah. But so I l- love Udfa ice cream. It's so, I mean, there are, there are various breeds of ice cream. Like I think this is diet ice cream. Then there's your sort of conventional crappy ice cream, like a Briars or something like that. And then yeah. you have the premiums like graders and Udfa is like peak crap ice cream. Uh, so Udfa has two varieties of ice cream, right? They, they have, have the, the regular yeah. and then they have their homemade brand made by Udfa United Dairy Farmers. Yeah. There's definitely a place in the world for Udfa. I grew up on it there. You mentioned the chocolate marshmallow. I know it's your sister's favorite ice cream. It's, packed with marshmallow goodness but yeah not i love that marshmallow. But marshmallows you know fluff swirl. but anyways back to graders so when i go to the graders in cincinnati i always get a sunday because of three things one their black raspberry sauce is amazing two their homemade marshmallow is amazing and three their homemade whipped cream is amazing but yeah, so that's what that. I get on my Sunday. But the do you do you get? Are you allergic to pecans? No, but I don't like them particularly. Got it. Because yeah, because the, they put there. Sorry, I'm, I know I'm interrupting the podcaster himself. They when they ask, do you want cherries or, or nuts? The nuts they use are pecans, which is very different than most places, which would just use peanuts. So I always go for the cherry, of course, and the pecans. I'm a cheap. I go guy. for the I cherry. Like, yeah. But their marshmallow is so good that I wish that they would just use that marshmallow in the ice cream itself. It. Yeah. But the problem there is that it probably doesn't freeze perfectly. I mean, the, the ice cream, the marshmallow that Udfa uses is, I'm sure, specifically formulated for that purpose. Like Ben and Jerry's has toppings down to a science, and I don't always love their well their fillings. But they have, I think it was topped mint cookies i had that one recently and it blows my mind the the chemistry of what they've done there sure. because there there's a swirl in that ice cream that when you go into it with your spoon and you eat it it has the consistency of a baked cookie but obviously they're not baking the ice cream with the cookie in it so i just it, so this is i just important, take my hat is... off to them well, and your hat remains off, it looks like. But this is an important point because it's the balancing of food science with sort of just sort of homemade authenticity without having to have too many chemists in the lab. And so 
yeah, on one hand, Ben and Jerry's has it down to a science, like you said, but do do you sacrifice anything in having it so produced is a question. The the third pint I'm going to have at some point in time, it's just like a local gelato place that probably doesn't have a lot of chemists in their kitchen. They probably have one guy, you know, licking the bowl. All right. Well, speaking of chemists, I'm going to go to my uh, second pint. Okay. I'm going to put my first pint in the, in the freezer. BRB. Nothing more. Nothing more than the ice cream. cream. Huh? Are you on the second pint? I will be. I'm just getting all the the liquid that is melted at the bottom of the other pint. I'm like you. You finished the other pint? That's impressive. Oh, yeah. Dang, Um, brother. (laughs) Anyway, so talking about food science, my second pint is probably very food science. I'll just turn that into an adjective. It's actually, I guess I'm I'm breaking my rule. It's probably a flavor that I've had before, but probably not in 20 plus years. So I was listening to a podcast again with T- Tim Dillon and he was talking to a friend of his Ray Kump who is another uh podcaster and they were talking a lot about ice cream and they mentioned Baskin Robbins and his favorite flavor, Ray Kump's, was pink bubblegum. Pink bubblegum is classic. That's the best ice cream. I love that. You've had that? I used to, I've had that for sure when I was okay, a kid. Awesome. That, was a, that was a go-to flavor at Baskin Robbins. Down the street from Baskin Robbins in Cincinnati in Roselawn was a place called Old, Old Town. Old Town also had bubblegum ice cream. It wasn't just pink bubblegum. It was multi-flavored or multi-colored bubblegum. I used to like Old Town's bubblegum ice cream, too. May it rest in peace. Well, at Jewel, where I got all this ice cream, uh, Baskin Robbins was two two for five. So... That's a good deal. <laughs> yes, you can't go wrong with that. Looks that's very a papa. Pink. That's a that's a grandpa Orin kind of price right there. A little too yeah. expensive for him. It's pink. Okay, let's see. One of the things goes. about bubblegum ice cream I'll be curious about, because mostly with the bubblegum that's secondary. I see the face. You know, like bu- like like bubblegum in your baseball cards or whatever. The bubblegum itself is kind of hard yeah. to, to chew and to make a bubble out of. You know, and you should be able to make a bubble out of bubblegum, I think. But not this bubblegum. I, I don't why, think it's, why call it bubblegum? I don't think it's actual gum. So does it well, disintegrate? And it. Did you swallow it? Yeah. <laughs> do you have Do you have a, a ambulance waiting outside just in case? Mm. <laughs> I should have signed you know, my, a waiver before. My friend told me this the other day that if you take ice cream and you invert the spoon... When you put it in your mouth, you hit way more taste buds. And that makes sense, but it doesn't make sense to me why just eating the ice cream, like swirling it around your mouth, doesn't hit all those taste buds. But yeah, people people say a lot of things. I just want to point that out right away. <laughs> but uh, it's it seems to be working. I like I like it like this. <laughs> and it, it's different. It's sort of like using another hand to do something. It's it's a different yeah. experience. Yeah. First, All right, so wait, uh, just to clarify the bubble gum, you're actually swallowing the bubble gum? Yeah, I am. What if you chew, if you chew it, does it have any, does it want to be gum or does it just want to be swallowed and stay in your I'll try I'll, I'll think about it for this one. Okay, I appreciate that. And is there a lot of bubble gum or is it hit and miss? I don't think it wants to stay in my mouth. I think it wants What's to be the swallowed. What's the flavor? Is the flavor the good? Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying this actually. What's the first ingredient? Cream. Cream. That's ice cream. Mm -hmm. (laughs) None of this ice milk. Mm -mm. No. I'm very happy with this. So you you used to eat this as a kid, really? Yes. I used to. Baskin Robbins was a go-to place along with United Dairy Farmers and Old Town. We didn't go to Graders as little kids, but when I went to Baskin Robbins, which is probably the place where we go to the most, we didn't go out a lot for ice cream. 
I would get bubblegum ice cream. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of this. Or, or peppermint fudge ribbon. Peppermint fudge ribbon was another winner for me back then. Big fan what of other, this. What other Baskin-Robbins flavor? You got those two for five. What other BNR flavors did you get? I got Ketchup? like... Ketchup? No. I got like crazy rainbow sherbet or something. Uh, I once, I once, speaking of ketchup ice cream, you laugh. I once heard some, uh, whatever podcast or somebody talking about the science of Baskin Robbins and, you know, that's science and how many flavors never hit the market. And one of the flavors that never hit the store was, you guessed it, ketchup ice cream. Hmm. Now you could have it though, because you've overcome, it's a miracle. You've overcome the ketchup, this, the tomato problem. I'm going to give this an 88. This hits oh, hard. You're very really you're generous good. today. That's good. That's great. Yeah, I'm not that generous. I gave cake better 71. No, this is very good. All right. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying that. And, and a like bargain, it. too. Mm-hmm. Not that we're looking for bargains here, but so far you've introduced us to non-caloric ice cream and cheap ice cream, which is fine. Yeah. I thought mm. it was a super and premium podcast. I was mistaken. I've got super premium coming up next. I bet you do. <laughs> All right, is it my turn? Can I say something or eat something? No, you don't right. need to eat anything yet. Damn, it's melting over here. <laughs> All right, you can have some. Go ahead. All right, so the second, the second um, brand is Zingerman's. So you know Zingerman's. Zingerman's is a famous delicatessen, and they have lots of businesses in and around Ann Arbor. I'm in Detroit, pretty close to Ann Arbor. And their gelato, they have a creamery, a gelato, they make gelato. I haven't had Zingerman's gelato in gazil- a lot of years, but this is at a, the place I went to, Johnny Pomodoro's. Salted caramel chocolate chunk. It's salted caramel with chunks of stone ground chocolate. <clears throat> the How first much was that this, The first ingredient is milk. Oh, it God. Was, this was $8.19. That's a uh, lot cheaper uh, than I would have expected. No. You're living in Chicago. Um, yeah, but for Zingerman, Zingerman's so expensive. Milk, that is disappointing. I like their candy bars. Yeah, Zingerman's is a, is an interest is a class act in many ways. I don't want to turn it over here because no, oh, that was a close call. So you get you let it get way too melty. Yeah, I I'm with you. I mean. I was waiting for the podcaster to get his things together. Now it's going to refreeze. How is it? I'm just getting used to it. My guess Actually, is that... I don't, could you remind me what the flavor is? Salted caramel. Oh. Chocolate chunk. I love salted caramel ice cream. Me too. I don't, You're shaking I don't, your head. I'm shaking because... The caramel just isn't pronounced enough. And the chocolate, like many chocolate and chocolate ice creams, different than graters and disappointing for Zingerman's, just doesn't taste or feel like really good chocolate. Graters yeah. has the really good chocolate thing down. But this, it was surprising again. Zingerman's is all about super premium uh, ingredients. Yeah, so... I, that's one thing I don't understand about ice creams is that Grater's is the only ice cream that does chocolate chips right. Every right. other ice cream that has chocolate chips, they're like these little puny flakes that add annoying texture and almost no flavor ever. Yeah. It that's can't be that here. hard like a- to put in some good chocolate like Grater's does. This, this chocolate is okay once I chew it enough. And it gets to a different temperature so I could actually taste it. You know, a lot of times the chocolate, you, you just chew it and eat it while it's frozen and you can't really taste it. It's not as good as graters, that's for sure. This is disappointing. I expect a lot from Zingerman's, um, but this isn't that good. And again, I can't really taste, it doesn't taste caramely to me. And for sure it doesn't taste salted. I'm okay with not a lot of salt. How is the the base though, like the consistency and everything? I mean, it's it's creamy, but it's not. It, again, maybe I'm just um. Milk's their first um, ingredient. 
Exactly. I was just going to say I sort of I contaminated myself by reading the ingredients, but it's not as creamy as I want it to be. Hmm. All right. I'll write a letter to the editor. Wait, so humor me. What do the two that you've had get out of 100 so far? By the way, all of this is about humoring you, right? The whole podcast, yeah. it's all about humoring Robin. Um, so on your scale, if I understand it, um, the Ben and Jerry's s'mores, give me s'more, is going to be an 83. Okay. And this, this Zingerman's is going to be a 79. Okay. I'm going to go yeah, put this I mean, one I'm back sure in the freezer. Okay. Go ahead. If you have certainties, you make the comment. This would be a yeah. certainty about something. No, I I just, yeah, yeah. I'm certain that Zingerman's ice cream is going to be at least good, but I can yeah. gather that it's just not great. It's sad. It's just sad. It is a little sad. It's good, you know, it's good, though, to have the experience. It says, you really can taste the difference. I worked at Zingerman's in, in 1987 for a year, back before it was all these different businesses, just when it was a deli, before they were making gelato and had other restaurants, etc. And it was it was a great place to work. I was a slicer um, before you were born. Slicing meat? Slice, I was slicing meat and bread. So they hand sliced all the bread. Then at that point in time, they didn't make it on their own. They got it from the modern bakery in Oak Park, Michigan. So back then, and, would they have really fancy meat still? Like, yeah. Like, back were they then, getting prosciuttos from Italy and stuff? So they, they weren't as full-blown as they are now, but they still, back then from their inception in 1982 or three, um, always prided themselves on the best ingredients. So the way that they trained us folks that worked in the deli, they went out and they got lots of pasta salad, noodle salad, potato salad, coleslaw from the local Kroger, like the jewel or whatever from the whatever. And then they, they served us that. And then they served us their coleslaw and potato salad and macaroni salad. And then they started talking about extra virgin olive oil. And I didn't know what the hell that was back then. And they sort of were That's bad awesome. mouthing. Yeah. They're bad mouthing the Kroger potato salad and telling us what to look for as we were eating this and then of course selling it. All right. I'm going to go put this in the freezer. Um, but I'm glad you're, you seem to be enjoying, are you still on the second pint, the, the bubble gum? Yeah. Almost done. Man. Wait, this can is you... my, th- <laughs> I could do anything you want. What? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Can no, I, what, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? You, so it's, uh, 1144 where I'm at AM. I have, I've only had a cup of coffee so far. This is ostensibly brunch for me. It's 10.45 a.m. for me. Yeah, so we must be in a different time zone, but we're on the same planet. So I don't yeah. quite understand who came up with time zones. Um, all right, I'll be BRB. Yeah, well, you can still hear me, right? While you're... Loud and clear, loud and clear. And I can... Are you talking right now? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you kind of too, so I can just keep talking. Well, this ice cream has a really, it definitely has kind of like an artificial mouth feel. Like it doesn't feel like actual cream in my mouth. I guess I'm tasting the, the stabilizer emulsifier blend of cellulose gum, mono and diglycerides, guar gum, carrageenan, and polysorbate 80. But right. that's some ice that's some ice cream technology there. That's what brought you yeah, ketchup ice cream. I'm here for it though. All right. Second pint is Adios. very done. That one was very good. You know, all that ice cream and all the bubble gum in your system, I'd be forewarned yeah. that when you eliminate some of that ice cream you might blow a bubble out you know the wrong end. <laughs> so just nice. just know what could happen. Yeah. Mm. Ah. All right. Okay, it almost sounded like you're gonna throw up. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just thinking about how much I love ice cream. How much how many how many calories did that intake just have for you? That one was 
Six fifty. All right, you're you're up in your game. Yeah. Next one, I'll be upping my game even more. What what have you before you had these two pints of ice cream? What else have you taken in today? Today I had a protein shake when I got up, which was forty four grams of protein, and it was very disappointing. So I'm starting on my instagram with my budding career or i don't know what 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 do you call it a a dilettante it's not a dilettante a dilettante a uh, A dilettante novice you're a novice I'm, i'm i'm dabbling i'm not expecting to make any money but i enjoy food so it's kind of fun to do these things sure but every as you know i i rate all of these foods all day and i started on sundays i'm going to do a weekly roundup of the good the bad and the noteworthy and (laughs) the good i'm hoping to just be things above 90 which i rarely encounter maybe once or twice a week the bad i mean food what's a recent good what's a recent good what's a, a recent above 90 well, last week there were a few. There was a special edition blueberry pie Kit Kat bar, which I... I saw that. Blueberry I muffin Kit Kat bar. Yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> I, I mean, technology. I really love artificial things. Yeah, no then shit. there was a, an orange cream energy drink that was really good for a sugar-free energy drink. And then there were some pints of ice cream last... Oh, yeah. So speaking... Well, anyways, I was going to say that this... Vanilla protein is going to be the first of the bad because it's pretty bad. It's like chalky and artificial and the flavor's not good. But anyway, so I had a protein shake. Then when I was rucking, I had some strawberry licorice laces. And then when I got home, I had some turkey. And now I'm having ice cream. But... So talking about, you said you don't like that you're not super into the toppings as much, whereas I, I totally I, am. I, mean, I like toppings. So last night I ha- I took out my Trader Joe's uh, vanilla ice cream. So here's what okay. I, 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 I I cut up a banana. I put it in this big old bowl. I, I nuked. I know you don't like the microwave. The, car- the salted caramel sauce from Trader Joe's. I put that on top of the bananas. It's good caramel sauce. I got some super premium ice cream. I put the vanilla on top of that. And then I put some malt powder because I got a big thing of malt powder. Oh, yeah. I put some malt powder on top of that. And I then sort of did a – this is me using a spoon in the bowl here. I okay, then kind of made my own is. adventure milkshake malt, actually. And it was quite delicious. It was very that good. Sounds, that sounds quite delicious. Banana, caramel, uh, vanilla. Oh, yeah. But – I'm generally very into the fillings. I mean, obviously, I like a good base, but sure. I'm very into the fillings. But I think the best base that I've had is there's an ice cream in Chicago that's just, I think, was born in the pandemic, but it's called Ice Cream Girl, and it's just made by a I just a, saw a, you post something about yeah, that. Yeah, a woman who has her, well, now she rents space in like a group kitchen or something, but her base I think is the best base I've ever had. It is because it, but it's, it's so creamy. The only downfall of her ice cream though, for me is that she is very sparse on the fillings. So last Uh week I had, she had a, a flavor called. So two lemons walk into a bar and the lemon base was absolutely perfect. But then there is just the, the daintiest little ribbons of curd and then some crumbles of graham crackers. So it's still got a huge, it's still got a great rating because that. But there's a downside. Awesome. Yeah. But there's a downside. But speaking of Sundays and the microwave, so you know, I worked. I was the assistant manager of a candy slash ice cream store for <laughs> could three be and a half could years. be the top of your career. That could be it right yeah. there. We had one item on the menu called uh, well, it's very not exciting, but like a brownie sundae, and sure. we were supposed to cut up the brownie and then heat up the brownie and then put the ice cream on it. But I was always too lazy. And unless somebody there was watching me, I would just not heat up the brownie. Uh, 
But but that I think you were looking out for their best interest. You didn't want the ice cream to melt right away, and <laughs> yeah, you don't want exactly those complaints. It. Yeah. But I would make. I mean, I would go through phases. What I would eat there. Obviously, I was probably eating. Fifty, eighty dollars. They weren't weren't making any money on you. (laughs) (laughs) No, Uh, but a couple of the things that stand out for me is I would make a milkshake with half raspberry sorbet and half vanilla ice cream, and it tasted just like the raspberry uh, creamsicles, which I love. But then I would also make sundays that were. Uh, sometimes I do vanilla, but I also liked uh, Superman. But I would put hot fudge on because we had really good hot fudge. And then just spoonful after spoonful of malt powder. I yeah, definitely still powder. got pictures of me like pigging out on those behind the <laughs> counter, like ducking beneath it where nobody could see me. But, I'm sure right. in the in the post-production of this, I'm sure that after you say the word pictures of me, Whatever, there's gonna you're gonna superimpose the picture of Robin. I'd, oh, I'd love to see you the know, picture. Actually, I bet I could pull that up. Well, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna do that right now. But I'll make <laughs> I'll right, make so, a note. I'll make a note. Put up pictures. We'll talk, of talk me to your producer. With, with talk to your Sunday. producer about it. I'm I'll sure talk to her, I'll talk yeah. to Robinson later. Yeah, please. Yeah, that's interesting. Time it's hard stamp. To find. Twenty nine forty five on second recording. Oh, there's a there's a lot of images that could go on this podcast. Yeah, like there when are. You're, when you're eliminating the pink bubblegum ice cream, for instance, yeah, there's a lot of eliminating images. it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, every, it's a reality. Every, everything else will be blurred out except for the bubble. But okay, yeah. I am going to go. Okay, and you, you can go. keep narrating because I can I, still no, hear you. I'll, I'll keep talking. But I'm going to go get... Well, we know what yeah. you're going to do. We know what you're going to do. You just go yeah, do, gonna your, go get do what you need to do. Yeah. That's good. All right. I, I'm in, I, I like that the Robin chair there. I just want to give some history there. My father, Robin's grandfather, I think at the first birthday of all five of his grandchildren, did a project... Wood, wood making, wood carving, wood woodworking is what we want to say. And Robbins was the first project, and I'm just proud that you still have that. Is it easy to sit in that thing, or is it is it uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> Caleb Caleb got the third born or the fourth born grandchild got a stool, which is pretty cool and a little racist and whatever, just because of the <laughs> the image of Caleb the 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 spy from the Bible. Um. Sort of I don't know skin. what that means. Okay. Well, so, so there's there's a, a story. Caleb is a biblical name, and he was a good spy. There's a whole Bible story. I'm not going to go into it here, just because I can't. And anyway, Tom Oren, Grandpa Papa, made a stool that had an image of Caleb, and then sort of the uh, robe and blah blah blah. But it it looked like a stereotypical African American person, and it just sort of was like. This is nine. This is nineteen ninety eight or so. This is eighteen ninety. Eighteen ninety, and it just and it's probably still in my garage, and it's not comfortable to sit in. Is another thing. That's why I'm glad that yours is comfortable. All right, you right. got number three. Yeah. So for my third pint, I'm not sure you've ever had this, but I I don't I know all of most the ice cream. Things. I haven't had. had most things, by the way. Yeah, in the world. But I discovered. In New York, I mean, though it's not really anything that needs to be discovered. Or maybe I had it before. No, I didn't. I had it when I was still in Austin. There was a grocery store called Central Market. That So in Austin, in Texas in general, their Kroger type thing is H-E-B. But H-E-B has another branded supermarket called Central Market that is sort of there to compete with Whole Foods. And they had a great ice cream selection, like best I've ever seen. And other than Jungle Gyms, but... <laughs> oh, that's a whole podcast in, uh, in and of itself, yeah. Yeah, but Jungle so Gyms. I discovered Van Leeuwen there, which, okay, so I, Van Leeuwen, I, which I, is I've a never Brooklyn had Van Leeuwen, but I see Van Leeuwen here. I see it all over. Okay, it's phenomenal. They might, they've got some high 90s for me. Uh, but so they had a, a flavor at Jewel that I've never had, which 
to be honest, I'm not too excited about, but I haven't had it, so I wanted to try it. And it is Praline Butter Cake. Oh, that's that name. It's a 93 right there, so yeah. I hope it lives up to it. Oh, this Praline. pint is like a 1,000 a calories, so we're up in our ante. Oh, it's got a, it looks pretty nice. Tamper proof, that's good. Got Do you a, remember a world where they didn't put that tamper-proof stuff on top of things? Yeah. Crazy Do world you? that was. <laughs> That's because of the whole oh, Tylenol scale in the 1980s. We just went to Charleston, South Carolina and got some Oh really my good god. Yeah, there you go. Swallow. <laughs> That's good. That's, That's a $10 some... pint though, right? Compared to your $2.50. Depends on where you get them, but first, first ingredient, I think milk. milk, milk, cream, cane, sugar, egg yolks. Uh, this this was really good. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna overlap a little bit here. I wonder well, though. Enjoy- yeah, it would be way better. If I hadn't just had two pints of ice cream. <laughs> you think? <laughs> mm. It's really good, though. I'm, I'm just impressed that you're doing three pints of ice cream. I'm doing, I'm sampling from three pints, maybe a couple bites each. So this is, I could probably I've heard do of like this. six. Yeah, we're, we're impressed. Um, <laughs> we, we're jealous is actually what we are. So there's a new place in Detroit that I had just heard of, and I was just looking at, mm. We were out to dinner and we are going to go get some of this and didn't. It's called Memento. Memento. M-O-M-E-N-T-O gelato. It's a gelateria, right? And so when I was at Johnny Pomodoro's yesterday. What is Johnny Pomodoro's? It's just a a neighborhood supermarket that caters to people like me who need to get horseradish right before the, the Seder or whatever. And ice cream. So... Memento gelato. This is Michigan blueberry. Oh, that's, now, that's nice. That's good. It's, it's, we should talk about fruit in ice cream and if there's a place for fruit in ice cream. The first ingredient, by the way, is blueberries. I don't believe that's true, but if that's true, that's impressive. If it's Michigan, by the way, you might know this. The Michigan blueberry season, it's uh, June right now, late June, really happens in August. Uh oh, that's the third pint talking right there. <laughs> is your is your dental work giving you a little problem? <laughs> yeah, I have a few fillings that have fallen out that I haven't gotten fixed. <laughs> Fuck, oh, pardon. We don't. Who cares about those? Yeah, we're um, in we're in this rice cream. Ow. I'm sorry, you're having pain, but it might be self induced. It's gone. So it's gone. Now. Blueberries in Michigan don't aren't seasonal until August. So this. I'm hoping they're using Michigan blueberries. This is a new place, so that means that they've these blueberries are from other seasons. A little disappointing. Do you remember picking blueberries in Michigan ever when you were up in Glen Arbor? Yeah, uh, those were the days. Uh, we the wild we go to a wild blueberry patch back when all the all the orange. We, no one was divorced. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody didn't quite understand what the internet was yet. And we certainly weren't eating three pints of it. So this is looks like it's blueberry. The blueberries are appropriately um, not big, but very much. You say we weren't eating three pints of ice cream. Your mom once, when we we she and your dad would come to to Chicago and bring us graders, and I had just finished my fourth That's pint. Good. Within like the 24 hours they were there and your mother is so hysterical and she was like on the verge of tears and saying that I was on the slow road to suicide (laughs) (laughs) after my fourth pint of ice cream. There are different ways to kill yourself. That's one of them, depending on who you are. This is so this is good. We could talk about whether fruit should be made into ice cream or gelato or sorbet. So this is this interesting mix. It's very blueberry-y, but it's also really creamy. I think I'd rather have this in a sorbet. They make sorbet, I believe. It's sort of a contradiction. It feels like I feel dirty eating blueberry ice cream. It should be sorbet. But it's very Hmm. blueberry-y. And my guess is you're not going to find it anywhere else besides right here. 
Hmm. And Johnny well, Pomodoros. This... <laughs> this is awesome. This is. Awesome. I'm giving this. Your, uh... your ice cream is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actually giving this a 94. Wow. That's so. Next week, we look forward to one of the highlights being that pint of ice cream. It will be. The, uh, I mean, the goods. You just call them the goods. There are shortcomings. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go put this good in the freezer. All right, but you can hear me, yeah. I can so hear you. Well, okay. The base is awesome. They have a great base. Oh, this is interesting. It's actually not premium ice cream. It's French ice cream. And I'll read the little blurb on the black on the back. Why French ice cream? Eggs. Plenty of them. Turns out when you use twice as many egg yolks as standard ice cream, you have to call it French ice cream. Fine by us. Because whether it's using more eggs or having to legally change our name, we'll do anything to make the best ice cream on earth. Asterisk French ice cream. Because a life without anything good is bad. So this is actually French ice cream. And the base is absolutely awesome. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. I saw that. I'm very excited. But so the base is awesome. Yeah. There are little doughy cake bites that are super awesome too. There's not enough of them. Yeah. But then there are pecans, which I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. All right. You're going to have a fourth pint? All right. So I know that, yeah, I mean, this is one of the three pints that I got, and then you told me I should get new ones. This was, I I haven't had a lot of Jenny's ice cream in my life, but at some point I decided I could afford Jenny's ice cream. I don't need to live, you know, two for $5 anymore. And so this was the first Jenny's I had. Besides it, brown a, butter a almond store. toffee brittle. This brittle. this was it wasn't life changing, but it certainly was life enhancing. Um, with the first ingredient being milk. Uh, boy, I'm looking forward to this. One ice cream to rule them to all. That's awesome. Makes it better. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna need. A little nap. Do you know John Panette's comedy at all? No. <laughs> you don't know John. So you should listen to John. I'll send you some John Panette. He was the he guy who. Jewish. He wasn't. He's, he's, may he rest in peace. He's no longer with us. He was in the second, he was in the finales of Seinfeld. Okay. I don't know if you, do you remember, did you watch the end of Seinfeld? When, when they, when the four of them were innocent bystanders to a guy who was being mugged. That was John Panette. And then all four characters went on trial and they met all the former characters. But John Panette is a very funny guy. He's a large guy. He does large guy comedy about eating. And one of one of the things that he talks about going to the gym, which is funny to you because it's a paradox to your life, is he hates the gym and he gets on the on the terrible equipment and he just starts thinking, if I finish this, I get to go home and have raviolis and a nap. So he starts chanting, <laughs> raviolis and a nap, raviolis. So anyway, John Panette is a funny guy. Again, may he rest in peace. This is I hard. I empathize with that. Yeah. Mm. Is that the second time you've ever had oh. it? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 it's that good? Oh my god. I don't know what they're doing. But they're doing it. Butter, brown butter almond candy, crushed into buttercream ice cream. By the way, I just want hats off to the ice cream makers that are still actually doing pints of ice cream, literal pints. Rather than things say, that look like pints. This is a very this important thing. It looks topic. like a pint. And it's 14 fluid ounces. Uh, how does it say one pint? No, this isn't a pint. How many milliliters? Four fourteen. This so a pint is four hundred seventy three milliliters. The ice yeah, cream industry they're... recently, without us knowing it, and I think this is a, the most important thing we're going to get to on Robinson's podcast today, has gradually, slowly, clandestinely 
been trying to fool us that a pint is no longer a pint. So I want all of your listeners, and I know there are at least three, to be eyes wide open at the supermarket and only buy pints and quarts and half gallons and so forth because we don't want to succumb to that corporate multinational pressure that we know is out there. A pint is a pint is a pint. I know. I'm I'm disgusted by... It's disgusted. What, what do we call it? Shrinkflation? Yes. People yeah. study this. Yeah. Oh, that's good. My mom. Well, not my mom. <laughs> I've run out of a lot of American candies. So I order candies from other places. And I ordered a bunch of Haribo gummies from Germany. And they use the same size bag as the Americans do. But their packages are filled with like twice as much gummy. And I've noticed over the years that the American Harry Bow, they just keep putting less and less in the package. Most your average American doesn't notice that. This is the problem. We need to organize and get the average American noticing what's going on right in front of them. Not just about gummies, but about everything. Pints. Mm -hmm politics and more eating three pints of ice cream with you this morning has been very fun this is a fun thing for me too i'm glad that it if i ate three pints of ice cream or fourth i've introduced a fourth what your grandmother said before my mother helene hysterical helene tom um that's that's an impersonation of my of my mom talking to my dad um, I, that would have been suicide by ice cream. And I don't want to joke about suicide. I'm a mental health professional. Um, but it, it wouldn't have felt good, and it could have been a bad result. As is, it was a little questionable for me having about a half pint altogether all before I ate anything else. Well, you got to live a little. You gotta, you gotta live right. a little. Third pint is done. That's impressive. Now I don't know what I'm gonna do tonight when it's the normal ice cream time for me. Just I'm eat not more sure what's gonna happen. Eat more ice cream. Take an extra walk today. I will. I do need to take an extra walk today or something. Yeah. Oh, well. Mark, do you have a closing? Do you have a closing argument here, or a theme song, or anything? <clears throat> no, I'm just thinking. I mean, in another few months, once you've recovered, we should do another one. I'm I'm all game for anything, anytime, especially if we're talking about Good. the the disappearance of the pint. Good. Yeah, I, I just so have you heard of mukbanging? Uh be careful. That there. sounds like something I'd be fired. I'm not for. A, I'm not a fig plucker, nor am I a fig plucker's <laughs> son, but I will pluck figs until the fig plucker comes. I have not heard of that, no. Okay, so mukbanging originated in Korea. But it's when people sort of live stream themselves eating and other people watch and sometimes they communicate with their audiences. By the way, just <laughs> let me say this. We are fucked up. The world has become a bad cesspool of of people doing wrong things. But go ahead, please. Well, I'm going to contribute to that. I yeah. just decided that uh, I'm going once I get to – Stanford and I'm all settled in. I'm going to start not doing an hour like we did this morning, but eating my, what I, I classify them as my treats uh, on like Instagram live or something. So maybe you'll pop sure, in and say hi. No, I'm sure everybody's looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, pro the problem with that is that some people might care. Some people might, oh, this guy named Robinson is, eating dog treats on, on Instagram. <laughs> Let's watch. <laughs> can't you get a can't you get a life? Yeah. Okay, so that will be that will be your philosophy. You're you're you'll yes. be studying philosophy. Your one of your philosophies will be to live stream your your good food intakes. Yeah. Well other people like real food and I've just realized that while I do like real food, I much prefer candy. Yeah. Uh, that's good. So jungle, we'll talk about jungle gyms at some point, but are any yeah, of let's the talk about have jungle you, gyms next time. 
Have you been eating anything from any of the candies that you got from Jungle Gyms, or is that in a closet somewhere? So first, can you briefly say what Jungle Gyms is now that we've... So Jungle Gyms is a food theme park. So in Cincinnati, where I hail from, and Robin and I were recently there for, for my parents' 65th wedding anniversary, there's a place called Jungle Gyms that started as a produce stand, unbeknownst to me when I was growing up, probably. And it grew, and it grew, and it grew. And now I swear to God, although there's not a roller coaster inside, it's like a theme park. So you go in and there's, it's just a monstrosity of acreage um, where you can get anything. And so the first time that anyone goes there, it's like an, oh my God experience. And it's also a paradox because it's sort of in suburban, rural, hickey kind of Cincinnati where you wouldn't think that people are going there to buy you know, olives or, or tins of, of scallops from Spain or whatever you're doing. Um, so that's what it is. It's got anything you want um, in a crazy kind of way. It's a super, it's an Uber supermarket. That's my experience. And you were there for the first time recently. Yeah, I was there for the first time recently. Uh, and so, yeah, I, so it was, we can talk more about it uh, later, but it was absolutely overwhelming to me. Yes, yes. I, I don't. I don't think I could not. I was not prepared for it, even <laughs> though you and my dad were talking about it. It just had. I've been eating as much candy as I can for the past two years. I've exhausted we, like all the. We couldn't be more proud, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I and I worked in a candy store for years, and within like five minutes i'd see more candies that i'd never seen than like i knew existed just because they have aisles for like every country in the universe but so i was quickly overwhelmed and i just filled my basket with like a hundred dollars worth of candy and then just kind of walked around and no i have a a strict first in first out policy oh that's good you do uh you do crop rotation. That's good. Yeah. So I've got like 50 pounds of candy under my bed right now. My mom like walked into the room the other day and said that I'm like a dragon sleeping on his treasure because my like bed is just lined with bags of candy. That's but, a proud mom so no, right there. Yeah. I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm still working on candy that I bought in New York. Got it. All right. Well, we'll talk more about Jungle Gyms and everything that we need to talk about. But thanks for having me on. Yeah, this is awesome. This I'm is excited fun. to All do right, it Have again. a good rest of your day, raviolis, and a nap.